This show is a part of Pop Americana. For more great shows like this one, please check the link in the episode description. Cartoons, the animated frontier. These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons, to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods, to boldly go where so few ever go again. Give me it. Okay. <laughs> All right. This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cellcast, the animated series. Joining me today is a man who's just wanting to make a little bit of money on the side, Jacob. Why, thank you. I'd like to introduce our co-host, a man who's been waiting for his girl of the dreams to be on this, on this episode. Welcome, Drew. I don't think the girl of my dreams is in this episode. Oh, yes, yeah, she is. No, she's not. <laughs> so before we get into this, I realized, I did realize something. We have completely missed an entire character of this show up until Yes, we have. And I think I was referencing to her. Which is why I disagree with your statement. <laughs> we have not talked about Friedborg. Nope, we never have. Now, the reason we haven't talked about her is, for the most part, she is a running gag throughout the show. She is. And she has no voice actress. No, she doesn't. The joke is, she from the behind, she looks exactly like Cassandra does in her handmaiden outfit. Uh-huh. But she's not. And apparently, no. everybody knows her. Uh-huh. And uh, apparently, she has a romantic aura. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. No, she has appeared in a number of these episodes, and we just somehow forgot to yeah. bring it up. So, Friedborg, we apologize that, we're, bring, that we're bringing you up, and we're, we're finally bringing you up in what might be, as far as we can tell, your final appearance on the show, <laughs> outside of maybe a group shot, maybe. I don't know. All right, so for those in the commentary section, please leave your spoilers to a minimum. Yes. We'll find out if she's a, she she shows back up again when she shows back up again. Yes. Anyway, so today we are, of course, going through Tangled the series. I think I did not mention that part. Mm-hmm. We are on Season 1, Episode 18, Painter's Block, which was directed by Stephen Sandoval and written by David Sheaf. Summary is, in the aftermath of the blizzard, Rapunzel's confidence is shaken. In an effort to get her mojo back, she rededicates herself to painting and enrolls in an art class. An art class with Friedborg, Lance, the mime, whose name I can't think of. Yeah. From the Snuggly Duckling. And Feldspar. Yeah, that's right. Those are the five people that were in the class. Yes. They all are apparently very poor painters. For the most part. Except for uh, Rapunzel. Rapunzel herself, who's just having a hard time getting into it. So uh, going into the trivia, 
The title is a play on the phrase writer's block. Mm -hmm. In the final scene of this episode, Lance Strongbow has drawn a lamp on the mural that represents the genie's lamp. Do you know why? I don't know why. This is a reference to his voice actor, Eagleheart's role on Broadway in Aladdin. Thank you. He is the genie. Yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Uh, this is Rapunzel's second time wearing shoes after mm. before Ever After. Oh, yeah. Mrs. Sugarbee, the art teacher, mm -hmm. says that life is full of tough choices. This is actually a quote from The Little Mermaid yep. by Ursula. Sweetheart. This episode marks the return of The Smolder. <laughs> which doesn't work. No, it doesn't. And uh, apparently nobody is concerned about Pascal being too close to Friedborg, despite her being allergic to Pascal. <laughs> I don't remember where that came up because I, I, I tried looking at it, looking it up besides, you know, actually watching all the previous episodes with her. Yeah. In it. But it's like, okay, that makes sense to me. It does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. For those who don't know, Mrs. Sugarbee, we should point out, came from the De the Mantius device, yes, as far as we can tell, and is trying to bring over her master, who is still not named. Oh, they named him. They didn't say his name in this, did they? They said his name in the last one, and they say it in this one. Why don't you tell us that name? Because I think I've been trying to not to say it. Zantiri. Zantiri. So apparently he's going to be a major character, but technically, last episode was his first appearance. This yes. He is in this episode too, but... He doesn't have any lines. No. Yet. We see a symbol, though. And we physically see him through the portal. Yeah, too. we do. So, and he's connected to this ugly tree. Yeah. In the middle of the woods. Right. That Rapunzel near, nearly fell under the servant's spell to bring him back. Yeah. I love when Cassandra was doing all the, the detective work. Discovers. Yeah, that was so Everyone good. is... While painting all the same thing, they they go to the snuggly ducking and she asks, who painted this? Oh, that was uh, the mime. I can't think of his name. She says, well, why did you find it weird? Well, normally his paintings don't have anything on them at all. They're just frames. They're just frames. So it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And I love how even under the spell, Lance's art is lacking. Yeah, just, just a little. And he tries to sell it too. Everybody else is able to reproduce that little twig exactly yeah he doesn't no <laughs> even when under the magical spell that causes them to paint correctly yeah i thought that was ingenious so yes. the, the fact that it was like he had had shit had five shit had a five subject right. paint the exact same thing in order to open a portal to bring centauri back into this world it's an original method of unlocking that door yeah to get somebody over you you, all, you five people have to paint the same object Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, uh, two things I have to bring up on this. Okay. Not necessarily a problem, but a nitpick. Okay. Now, I am not a painter yeah. in any way, shape, or form, except right. digitally. I do do some digital stuff. So you're the pixel type artist. Except I don't do much pixel art. Okay. There is a difference. Okay. Okay. But here's what I do know. The five angles... That those people are at, yeah, are not going to produce the same painting. No, <laughs> even if you paint exactly what no, you see, you're, they're not. They are not going to create the same picture 
In fact, you should be painting the guy across the way painting that picture. <laughs> Although it's not a photocopy, I should no. say. My thought is, because you have five people at five different positions around the around the uh, the tree, it's trying to paint one three-dimensional shot of a painting, of a tree. That kind of works, but my thought was maybe what was going to happen. This is not what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, each of the five paints what they see of the tree, but when they're combined in a certain way, maybe produces some kind of arcane symbol or something like that. That could be. That would open up the yeah the portal. But that's not what we see. They yeah. literally, the five people are just painting, and somehow the energy of them painting the same object causes the portal to open. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. But, I mean, still... It's a fun, it's a good episode. It's it's nice that we're getting what feels like actual movement in the story. Which yeah, we've not out before uh, Queen for a Day. We really didn't get except for maybe two cases. We still don't know what the Black Rocks are. As the Black Rocks don't even show up in this episode, but we do at least get to meet our villain, even if we don't get to actually talk yeah. to him. And we get a, essentially a fight against one of his servants, which is cool. Yeah thrown into his dimension at the end yeah that was that was very good upcomings up what's the word let me help you i believe the word you're looking for is comeuppance yes thank you it's a good episode that builds onto what's coming later mm-hmm. it's coming later in the, ser- the series and we get rapunzel's continuation from queen for a day yeah her we get to see her frustration her anxiety her what's the word i'm looking for fear yeah her fear because i mean the entire reason she's got painter's block is is she had such she made so many bad decisions yeah she did not really bad decisions she made so many decisions that didn't turn out well yeah that she feels guilty Mm -hmm. and she does not want to make these hard decisions but ironically hard decisions is how she paints yeah yeah in some ways so that's life. Yeah. I, I understand the anxiety mm-hmm. she's got from, oh, I've got to make these decisions and I don't want to. Mm-hmm. But, and that is something you have to work through. Yeah. And she's kind of forced to work through it in this episode to yeah. save everybody. And she even still falls back up under the spell right before the end. Yeah, that was really so good. Like, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, it was. It was we almost lost. Thank you. Uh, is, is it Eugene? Yeah. It ends up saving the day, actually. Yeah, in a way. Eugene and Cassandra do. Yeah. By stopping her from finishing the drawing. Yeah. And the where Rapunzel wears shoes. Which you know something's no, wrong. No, something is way off. The thing that got me with this episode was be like not being yourself. Yeah. Trying to be something else, in which we all have the tendency to be like, oh, I don't like who I am, or I'm insecure about myself, so I'm mm-hmm. going to be somebody else. And... Rapunzel wearing shoes is that idea. Be like, I'm going to be someone else. I don't have to be this. I'm going to be this. Yeah. But she, when Eugene and Cass go down the chasm, be like, obviously she throws her hair down, but her shoes are preventing it. She takes her shoes off. It's it's interesting how much of a relief I felt for the characters when I saw those shoes fall past Eugene. Yeah. That, that was a very good symbolism. It was it's very like, good symbolism. Yes, she's back. Yeah, but very good episode. Very, very good episode. 
and I enjoyed it, and I can't wait for the rest of the season one and the rest of the season. So, uh, join us next time for season one, episode 19, Not in the Mood. <sighs> Whatever. Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast! Oh, boy! So where can they find you, Jacob? You can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron. Also on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. I don't get to it as often as I like, but uh, join me there. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron. On Twitter at Jacob Heron and Letterbox at Jacob Heron. So where can they find you, Drew? You can also follow me on Letterbox at GGeorge759. Facebook as Drew Dodgen. Uh, my Facebook page where you can see pictures I've taken at Drew's Photo Bin. You can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cast underscore cell. You can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thecellcastgaming. You can also follow us on YouTube at Cellcast. Listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and your favorite podcast directory. You can also listen to us on the Movie of the Week podcast with Jim Heron, where we talk about live-action movies. And remember, Cell is a single single L. L.